on this episode of Take Talks Business, we talked to George McLaughlin of John Smith Subs in Virginia Beach. George, thank you so much for catching up with us on Take Talks Business, um, and thank you for having me uh, here at uh, John Smith Subs in Virginia Beach. Uh, congratulations on the grand opening. Well, thank you so much for having us. We're definitely um, very excited. This is a, definitely a new adventure for us, two Navy retirees, but um, <laughs> we're excited. That's we're awesome. Excited. That's awesome. So. Um, speaking of the Navy, uh, for our listeners, can you give a little bit of, of your background professionally and how that kind of led to where we are today as a, a franchisee of uh, John Smith Subs? Well, Tony and I both served in, in the Navy. Um, Tony served 34 years, I served 24 years. We both did the exact same thing, except for he went to Warren Officer Path, I went to LDO Path. We were both Ops Techs. Uh, we both, you know, served during Desert Shield, Desert Storm, so we got the opportunity to lead a, a lot of people. So we led thousands of people over the years, and so we learned how to manage, you know, so how to manage people as well as manage our resources and things of that nature. Yeah. So uh, this has been a lifelong dream for me to to get a, you know get into business. I didn't okay. know what I wanted to do, but I did know I wanted to get into <laughs> business, and it was it was kind of. Um, funny how we decided to go into business together because I was just sitting in the office one day and I told Tony I was said it's time yeah I said it's time for me to get you know to start a business I said I don't know what I want to do because I got so many different interests and I turned around and started working okay then about four minutes went by then I hear Tony say I'm in <laughs> and I turn around and I'm like what are you talking about you're in he said let's go into business together so it took us about eight to 10 months to really find what we wanted to do because okay. we didn't know. So we reached out to UFG, to the area on rep, and we started looking around and um, still couldn't make up our minds. And we got invited up to Richmond to the first one in the state that opened. Okay. They had a grand opening. We tried the food and we were like, wow, this is a different twist on what we are usually accustomed to with you know subs. So yeah. I think this is the, we found what we wanted to do and we went forth from there. That's awesome. So so did you know yourself that you, you said you knew you wanted to be in business for yourself at some point. Did, did was it specifically food service? Was it specifically subs? I mean, did you kind of have in your mind what you wanted to do, not just the fact that it, you wanted to be an entrepreneur? Honestly, I did not. Cause okay. I, I'm a hands-on person, so I, I do carpentry, you know, so I do wood flooring, ceramic towel, vinyl, all that stuff. That's family, you know, that's family business. Learned that from my dad and his brothers and my cousins and stuff. So I have that background. I have electronics. Uh, I love, you know, fixing things in electronics as well. So I just didn't know what I wanted to do, but I know I wanted to do something that helped people. Yeah. So when with food, but I do have a background in food. Um, growing up, you know, as a kid in high school, I worked at a McDonald's. So I was a grillman at McDonald's. Okay. Then after I retired from the military, I went a whole different direction instead of going straight um, contractor. Gotcha. So what I did, I, I became a manager for a Waffle House. Yeah. And I loved everything about it. I really did. I loved everything about it, but it wasn't mine. Yeah. 
So uh, I left and I came back to the government side of the house to help the DOD okay. with the training because I get so much pleasure out of helping sailors, you know, mentoring sailors and working with sailors. So I went back to that path and I, that, that's, that what I, that's what I do. That's my day job, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> so when you and Tony decided to do this, what were some of the biggest challenges that you came up against as you tried to get started and, and even in the, the time that you've been open that you've, you've had to deal with? Um, COVID aside, because obviously COVID threw a whole nother that's, mix into that. Um, but for somebody looking to get into uh, uh, entrepreneurship and specifically within the food industry, I mean, are there any lessons learned? Yes. First, um, one of the biggest things is know the area that you, you, you're trying to move into. Gotcha. So do, do your background and make sure you know how many people, for instance, how many cars pass here a day. Oh, okay. Right? okay. There's over 100,000 people pass through here a day. Wow. And for those listening, we are just off of Holland Road in Virginia Beach, um, all of what, maybe a couple miles from Town Center? Yes, yeah. uh, corner of Holland and South Plaza okay. in the Timberlake Shopping Center. And uh, so you have to know your neighborhood, you know, and that goes into knowing the income, family income, as well as just knowing the neighbors, what high schools, what, um, what precinct is here, what um, fire station is here. Cause First and foremost, we're a community. So you yeah. want to treat it as such. You want everyone coming through your doors to know, you want them to be relaxed and know that you're a family. Yeah. So you want them to be at ease and feel at home and feel the warmth and the, and the love that you're, you're giving them as being true for one, but for two, you want them to feel family Yeah. for one. And um, so that was, that was part of it. As you mentioned, COVID was another big one because you had to change the processes that you did. So we wanted to be, we wanted to be more of come in, sit down type of feel or come in and, you know, purchase and leave. Mm -hmm. But we had to bring on the DoorDashes, the Grubhub, the Uber Eats. We had to bring those on board because we're going through this pandemic. Yeah. Also, we brought on a marketing team as well as a PR team because you have to do things a little different than you would normally do, you know, so you have yeah. to figure out doing some online sales as well as sending things out the old traditional way in the papers and, and then put, you know, getting stuff delivered to the mailboxes and things like that. So it's just yeah. changing up the way um, we traditionally thought about things were being done. Yeah, yeah. And when you did outreach in those ways, especially like when you uh, reached out from a marketing standpoint, as a franchisee, is that something that um, was already structured, or is that something that you all did on your own to go out and and add to what was already available f from a franchise standpoint? What you just said, you just nailed it. We did both. Part of it was from a franchise, uh, part of the franchise itself. So that was one one big draw was what the franchise provided for one and yeah. that was it they provided a marketing team at, but we also reach out to to the local um marketing folks around here and because we have we have something coming up soon with um at the end of the month with uh what is it 757 cash mob we're doing something okay. with them at the, you know the end of the month and we did something um in december if i remember correctly it was december the 19th we had a uh, give back day where we had the Autism Society of Tidewater 
Oh, wow. And we gave back half of our proceeds that day because that's something near and dear to my heart. Because, yeah. you know, I, I live it and breathe it because my youngest has it. Okay. So, you know, we want we just want to do things for the community, help out yeah. the community as much as we can. Because yeah. we live here, this is our neighborhoods, so yeah. we want to make sure that we're providing and giving back to them as well. That's wonderful. Well, and that brings up a really good point that I was going to talk to you about, is I think sometimes when people talk about uh, community and when they talk about new businesses coming in, there's been a big push over the last decade, um, the whole shop local and, and using what people tend to refer to as mom-and-pop shops mm -hmm. um, and I think sometimes there's a, a misconception that because there's a national brand name on the front door that somehow that there's a disconnect between the local community and, and you bring up a very good point that you all are, are very much local owners um, with local connections and local ties to the community um, is that something that was kind of just ingrained in who you are and, and what you wanted to accomplish? Was it something that you really had to work hard to emphasize because it is a national brand versus, say, like a, a local name? No, it's for me. It's common. It's common nature. Just the way my parents raised us. Yeah. Um, Tony's. We're so so much similar in the way we think. Cause you know we both are, are Christian brothers for one. So we, we believe in loving all the time. So we, you know, so we, so we always talking about the love of others and the love of community and the love of sharing. And, and you know, by us giving, we know we're gonna receive. Yeah. You know, so if you're treating people the right way, they're gonna tend to, to wanna come. And also we, we back our product because we, we feel that our, our marinated sirloin and marinated chicken subs are, are some of the best around. Yeah. So we, we want to give a good product, but we also want people to feel comfortable. That's awesome. When you talk about the product, um, can you talk a little bit about that differentiation between what most of us know is maybe a traditional sub sandwich? Um, because you've mentioned it a couple different times, and I know when, when I was here for the grand opening, um, it's, a, it's a major point of emphasis that that's the differentiator. So can you talk a little bit about that and, and what, what that was that attracted you to, to this specific franchise? Well, the first thing was knowing that, knowing that it's high quality, you know, high quality meats for one, it was one thing that drew me because I've been cooking since I've been eight years old. My granny taught me how to cook, so I've been cooking ever since. But when I started hearing about what made John Smith famous was that, uh, that steak bomb. So okay. you're talking about marinated sirloin steak. It's perfectly grilled marinated sirloin steak. It's topped with melted provolone. You got your mayo, you got your grilled onions, you got your peppers, mushrooms, crispy bacon, juicy tomatoes, and you top it off with some creme, uh, some, some Hellman's mayo. That's what makes it the bomb. <laughs> you know, when you put all of that together, baking with anything gives you a boom. <laughs> so that's Absolutely. really that, you know, and then once you, t you taste all of those, those flavors, and not only that, everything is fresh here. We, we bake our breads daily, we, we cut our veggies daily, we get the sirloin in and cut the sirloin down and slice it. So we, rem we remove the bad, <laughs> which, you know, nobody wants the silver linings and all that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, we slice things down to size excuse me same thing with the the chicken breast we fillet it slice it down to like quarter pieces marinate that and then we portion all our, our all our meats 
we cut all our veggies daily we cut all our deli meats so everything is fresh and wow. so so we not only are we giving you something that's that's fresh but we're going to make sure it's really highly seasoned yeah. and also you have the environment yeah yeah wow well i got to tell you you and i are recording this in the morning and i'm already hungry for lunch so uh, it sounds absolutely amazing and um I welcome anybody to come out and check it out because I, I have had the chance to try it uh, again during the opening and it, and it really is all that uh, it sounds like. Um, so in addition to the challenges that you faced, are there any specific um, success stories that you've already seen just since you've opened up? Let me back up just one second. Yeah, yeah absolutely. There was one, one struggle that I wanted let people know about that it turned out to be a blessing okay. before we even got our SBA Tony and I put in a lot of our own money yeah not not even knowing what we would need so we actually was paying rent for almost a year actually a year we paid rent for a year before we could open Wow because as soon as we got the found the place yeah COVID hit Wow and then all the PPP loans those that already had um, had SBAs was the priority, so that slid us. Gotcha. So thankfully, we were able to do that. So that that in itself is a blessing, right there. That was yeah. our that was the first <laughs> first thing that was a blessing that we had foresaw forethought to put in a ton of money ahead of time, gotcha. and that took us through that. And then you know, once we opened November the ninth, everything has been going pretty good yeah. we understand that COVID and the holidays things like that you know you know slow you down just a little but we've been we've been hanging in there and we're doing well so that's awesome we look forward to the upcoming year that's great well and speaking of the upcoming year what what do you see as the future of your team and and is there anything in the future for you and Tony um, uh, that you see moving forward as you try to grow your business well, as we grow, as we continue to make our first unit uh, successful, our plans are to have multiple sites in um, Hampton Roads. We definitely want another one here in Virginia Beach, but um, we're hoping to have three to five in the, in the say eight, next eight to 10 years. That's our plan, is to make gotcha. sure we have another three to five. And we're looking to have the community grow with us in the sense of those that we hire we're looking to grow from within even okay. though we can bring people in there's no problem bringing people in to grow but but we hope we're trying to mentor within and those that stick with us can grow with us gotcha. and become you know become districts and unit managers and districts and and areas and you know such depending on how how large or how vast we can grow gotcha okay um and speaking of hiring when you look to bring people into to your business, um, especially being a, a career military and, and the culture between the military and civilian life sometimes can be different. Um, me growing up a, a military brat, I mean, I saw it with my father and, and now being in the business community, I, I had the opportunity to see both very intimately. Um, were there any surprises or was there anything that you've had to adapt to coming from the military into the civilian business community um, that you've kind of had to to make changes of your own or, or things that you've actually found to be an advantage because of that? I think coming from such a structured place as the military, 
that it gives you, well, in each leadership, each person in the military, you can't manage everybody the same. So yeah. you learn to you, you learn to to be flexible. So in the civilian sector, which in the business sector here, you learn a lot of patience because <laughs> things are you know rules and regulations that we had in the military you don't have in the civilian sector. Yeah. So you have to learn a lot of you have to have a lot of patience, but you still take some of the the traits that we learn from the military by like documenting for one yeah. by documenting by making sure something as simple as correcting a deficiency making sure you don't do it in public so you never chastise in public gotcha. you always do it to the side because you don't want to embarrass anyone yeah. and if you do if it's a safety issue and you have to correct just making sure that you're using tact yeah. don't disrespect anyone so like I, like I said, just thinking as a Christian first, treating everybody the way they should be treated. Yeah, that's the golden golden ticket for me. That's great. And I got experience when I like I said I got that experience when I first got out with um, Waffle House, so I learned a lot yeah. from that one. That's Cause great. Because it, it was it was rough at first. <laughs> that's great. Well, and and Tony, somebody you had obviously known pretty well before coming mm -hmm. in. Um, have you found that that there's that that dynamic has been strengthened because of that prior to that? I mean, is it something that you guys kind of knew you worked well together to begin with, and it's kind of carried over to um, to John Smith? It did. We worked well beforehand, but I, I do think we're stronger though. Yeah. I, th I think we're definitely a, a closer closer knit now that we uh, started this venture together. But we was already really close brothers anyway, so yeah, it just made things even closer now because we both have something that we both have our hands in yeah yeah wonderful well and and i want to thank you both and i believe at least one of your spouses is also in the military correct tony's wife tony's wife Tony's yeah. wife is uh she's a retired um navy veteran as well wonderful yeah wonderful well thank you to to all three of you for for your time served and and uh, thank for you. all you do for our community um, and just to make sure before we wrap up, um, for those that do want to stop by and, and get a chance to try John Smith subs, um, remind everybody where you're located and, and the best way to reach out if, if they're trying to find out some information from you. Okay, well, we're on the corner of Holland and South Plaza Trail. Um, the address is 4239 Holland Road, Site 728 Virginia Beach, Virginia 23452. Uh, we can. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook, as well as you can call the store at seven five seven nine three seven three zero seven four. Perfect. Perfect. Well, when uh, when this is launched, uh, I, hopefully everybody will get a chance to check it out and and uh, stop by for lunch afterwards. Um, Thank you so much for catching up with me, and, and congratulations again on the opening. Um, I'm, uh, I, like I said, it's you all have a great product. Um, you're a great group of people, and, and I've, it's been a pleasure to get the chance to meet you all and, and get to know the business. Well, thank you so much for having us. It's definitely a pleasure. and It's just a blessing that we get this opportunity to talk to you as well as get this venture off the ground and rolling. We're only two and a half months into it, but it's it's been fun. That's great. Well, we'll check back. Uh, we'll check back and see how y'all are doing in the future. But thank you again, and thank you to the listeners at Take Talks Business, and we'll catch you on the next episode.